0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. That's right. My name is still A.J. Kierens, and I'm still your host here each and every week, as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. And this week is a great example of that, the fact that we're bringing you artists and designers from around the world. We have Mikael Hacker who is checking in by way of Germany. He was in Berlin. He's from Vienna. And so it really crosses off to uh, first for us. And it really just means a lot. As the project continues to evolve, you know, we're in the 100-plus now. This is episode 103. See any trace? And it just just means, literally, I mean, pun intended, it means the world to me because... We're meeting amazing people, we're making great connections, and it's really kind of uh, inspiring me and pushing me to think of the next chapter for for this project. So, I really enjoyed this episode a lot, not only because uh, Mikael is an amazing artist, and now I'm trying to say his name, if you look at it, you know, being English speaking, it looks like uh, Michael Hacker. You know, Hacker is definitely a cool ass name, we talked about that, but um, it's kind of, you know, Important to me, while I might butcher the names, to really try to say the artist names, you know, as they are true. I might not do a good job, especially given my you know, native tongue. But as someone whose last name Kieran's K-E-I, I before E, except when it's me, my last name gets butchered all the time. K-I-E, K-E-I-R-N-A-N-A-S. You know, even. Well, and this is more anecdotally, it's just funny. When I was applying to universities, you know, I would get a lot of Miss Kierans and then they would butcher it. And so, my name is uh, interesting and it's definitely, uh, it's a source of, you know, comedy. It's spelled wrong all the time or folks will say, oh, I sent you an email or I sent you a PayPal and here and they show me a screenshot and they, you know, they, they spell it wrong. So, when I have an email, I try them sometimes if I can. That's why it's aj at 16ouncecanvas.com. 16ozcanvas.com is the website. Because I know people fuck it up. And you know it is what it is. The, the, another fun fact. The words IE. They always say I before E except after C, right? There's more words in the English language that are EI than IE. So whoever came up with that, fuck you. Anyway. So we just kind of uh, had an epic weekend in, in Portland, Maine. As you know, if you listen to this podcast... Maine is really becoming probably one of the most important places for me and my family. It is just wonderful. We spend our summers up in Harrison, Maine, and that's really evolved into our appreciation of Portland, Maine. What started from an overnight, and now I've you know go up there a couple times a year. Went up there this past Saturday and just had an amazing time. So, you know, allow me to kind of just kind of share the day. You know, we plan to go up there it was uh myself and some and some friends uh i had recommended for friends bachelor party uh last year to you know to go there i was unable to make it at the 11th hour due to something with work i don't feel too bad i had to go to um you know a sales president's club trip to cancun mexico so let's not let's not pause that or make any you know woe with me i was I was many uh, cervezas deep um, with a few sides of tequilos to chase it down. So it was a wonderful time. I did miss that. Um, but, you know, when, when your company forces you to, to go to, to Mexico, you say yes. See. So, drove up there. Uh, you know, I drove there myself, got up there, got, you know, woke up, you know, got the cup of coffee, open road, just kind of took my time, Listening to some tunes, you know, caught up on some Howard Stern. Uh, you know, if, again, we're, we're rambling today But I'm just feeling pretty good Howard Stern is the reason why I got into radio I, You know, just the man He's just an amazing interviewer He's, you know, just kind of Pushed the genre, pushed the medium To new levels He truly is the king of all media So I do have two kids So the mornings, you know, listening to you know Him is not something that's probably the You know, going to put me up for dad of the year So when I have the card to myself I definitely try to listen to a little Stern And just kind of you know, laugh it up a little bit if I'm not rocking out to some tunes. So, just painting that picture. So, I was the first one to get up to Industrial Way. Uh, you know, met another guy in the party. Got there before, you know. And if you haven't been up there, Industrial Way is Allegash is there, but also there's, you know, one Industrial Way which to me is kind of like this think tank creative spot for you know, main breweries. We talked to Pete, you know, Bissell, you know, they got their start there. Main, main beer company got their start there. You know, so many great folks are over there. There's Foundation. There's Austin Street. There's Battery Steel, and now there's a new kid on the block. They didn't. They didn't go to the you know the, the Bayway. They're, they're opening. I believe it's 35 Industrial Way. It's a definitive uh, brewing company. And so, I had heard a lot of great things. I've been you know follow along with them on social. So we went there. Uh, Chris, you know, uh, opened up the the joint for us, and we really you know appreciate that. Let us in a little early. He did not let me in because he knew who I was. He was just, you know, super friendly. Uh, I believe uh, it was Chris and Dylan, who's one of the, you know, the the brewers over there and kind of uh, one of the folks who makes it happen. So, yeah, we are the first two in there, set up shop, and we just got right at it. And it was, uh, what you'll learn if you go to Portland, Maine, is that there is an abundance of good food, good beer, and even, you know, even better, you know. There's there's great people up there. So pace yourself, pace yourself, pace yourself, pace yourself. Cause that was hard. I got up there so early. I went and got some food, got the base on, but you we know, started things off with a little new toast, which is a great uh, beer from Definitive. They did a collaboration with Brilliant Beer Company. having not been there in December. It was kind of nice to start that off. Had a, you know one of their sours. Had an IPA. Went for all the small pours. And then, you know, whenever Allagash did their tour, they are the benchmark for customer service. They're the benchmark for just for quality. You know, their story is amazing. They're true to their vision. They're true to who they were. And so, boom, we banged it out. We did that, that as an hour You to taste, you know. Allagash White is fresh as hell. Uh, 16 Counties, Saru, and then a uh, Little Saul, you know, there and there. It was just a. It was a great tour. It's always great you know, to to see that. I've done the tour before, but it's always it's always wonderful. So we did that. Boom, feeling good. Headed on over. We you know checked in at uh, you know foundation. Sat down. Got a you know got our flight. I mean, it the, the whole area is just it, it is booming. You know, I've been to those places when they were really open the door, and that was kind of like this makeshift kind of tasting room, which was sharing. You know majority of the space with with, with the tanks. And so as folks leave or as things grow, you know, foundation is blown out. They've got a lot more space. You know, they had, I think they had eight or 10 beers, you know, on tap. They had at least six different beers you get in cans and then another half dozen plus on bottles. So that was wonderful. Uh, You know, their raspberry and their cran jam sours were great. The IPAs were really crushable. They're nice and juicy. They're true to the style. We uh, split a bottle of fury. Which is kind of like a chili barrel-aged uh, stout. I think they had a uh, mother mother ruckers or motherfuckers play on words uh, food truck, which was awesome. Then from there we headed on over to uh, Battery Steel. Again, you know that place has evolved and grown. It got you know one of their sours, uh, their IPA. Again, every time it was getting the, the smaller sizes, you know, because um, it was just uh, it would been it would have been dangerous, and you know we were in for the, for the long haul. Head on over to you know, to Austin Street, had some offset, and then had uh, one of their stouts, uh, which name yeah. escapes me at the moment. Play a little little cornhole, so right there, I mean that's enough. That's a day. That's a day in and of itself, right? So boom, head back to the Airbnb action. Then from there, we you know every time I've been there, I, you know the the legendary Duck Fat, we've always tried to go there, but a lot of times it's just you know it's filled to the gills, or I've got the the kids, and we just can't really. Be waiting in the place potentially over an hour to get you know get seated above. you get see but we put the chips in. You know we all went back to the hotel. You know got a got nice and pretty. You know and uh, and uh, decided let's go for it. So we head on over to Duck Fat. Boom, stars aligned. I think we waited under ten minutes. Got ourselves a table. It was wonderful, an amazing sandwich. The food was incredible. The beers were, were, were delicious. You know we we Ubered there. We were safe and smart. And then if you go to Portland, Maine. There's so many wonderful places, but Nova Res, you know, the crew over there, you know, they've, uh, you know, uh, since we, you know, we we do work with Liquid Ride early on, we interviewed Warren, everything's connected, and then, you know, we did that, and um, that was kind of the nightcap. But it was just, uh, like I said, it was just a a wonderful experience. So after we, you know, after we did, you know, the one industrial way, you know, we, we, we did that, you know, we all, like I said, we all small sippers because, you know, it was a long day ahead of us. So it was just, I mean, I picked up, I think I, I picked up beers at, at every spot, you know, got a cup. But there were so many options that I could have walked away with, you know, 10 cases. And what was really cool, and just will kind of wrap this whole story up, is went back over to Definitive at the end of the, you know, just rewind a little bit for a one industrial way. I go back to Definitive to get some, you know, get some of the new toast and get some of the, you know, the sour to have, and you know and really just kind of you know was pretty psyched to to be able to take some of those home with me and you know talking to people and once in a while i mentioned i, I think i had my my the 60 ounce canvas t-shirt on or what have you and it might have came up but i was talking to somebody there and they're like oh I, i've i've listened to you and i was like to me to, to someone to say that you know I, I get i see the stats i know folks listen but I'm a you know pretty chill, pretty humble dude, and I love what I'm doing. I, I love that people are listening and enjoying the podcast. But you know, I met uh, Laura over there, um, who is their you know the graphic designer. You know, she was pouring beers. The, literally, we were the first two people in there that day. You couldn't move. I mean, it was St. Patrick's Day, which is a whole other podcast. It's a shit show. It's amateur hour. And as somebody who's ninety percent, ninety-seven percent Irish, you know what what uh i was not a big fan of it um but it was packed and because the beer is good you know they have n- nintendo over there they had the tvs on you know when we got there they were playing some Premier league you know they had some probably ncaa on but it was packed but anyway laura made my day so i just want to give a huge you know plug to her uh she is um she doesn't know it yet but we're gonna definitely invite her to become a you know a guest in the future we're probably looking at season 11 because we'll be announcing season ten um, probably next week or so. So if you want to follow along with her, her hashtag—I mean, her handle Instagram—is sugar is great for you. And uh, the beers are great. The hospitality is great. Like I said, you know, everyone over there was just wonderful. So I love Maine, vacation land. I cannot wait to get back. And uh, yeah, so you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast. And this is officially probably our longest intro ever. But I'm having a great time. Remember, use the hashtag one six Canvas 16OZ Canvas.com, and 16OZCanvas Canvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So let's get right into it. This I, I really mean this guy's amazing. Michael Hacker, uh, on uh, you know, he's just a he's an incredible artist. He's doing some really cool shit. You know, his stuff is I don't know, I love it. It's just got, you know, it's got life, it's got character, it's got stories, it's got humor. Michael Hacker illustration on Instagram, michaelhacker.com, you know, and just, you know, just follow along. He, he's just doing, I mean, the stuff, they just, I mean, since we talked to him, they announced a, a Flaming Lips you know, label they're doing. You know, he, I'm pretty sure he's the guy doing the record day stuff with the, the Grateful Dead. You know, he did American Beauty. He did the original record store day for them back in 2017. You know, the new 75-minute IPA with the kick-ass, Crazy, you know, scientists. I mean, just just check them out. Follow along. Let's get into it. Episode 103. Holy shit, times 103. That's 103 more episodes than we ever thought were possible, so thank you. So here it is. I know you waited a long time. That intro was long, but I was feeling good. Can't go on without telling you how much Maine means to me. All right, here it is. Michael Hacker, 16-Ounce Canvas. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas. The Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us today, checking in via Berlin, Germany, Michael Hacker. Uh, thank you so much for for joining us today. Um, I would like to caveat that he's an Austrian who lives in Germany, so it that crosses off two firsts uh, for us here. And we're really excited that we're able to reach out internationally and have you be a part of the project. We're, we're huge fans of your work and have been for some time, so we really uh, appreciate you making the time to, to join us today.
1: Yeah, hi AJ. Thanks thanks for uh, for the for the invitation. I'm happy to be part of of the 16 ounce canvas podcast. Um yeah, and you can call me Michael Hacker if that's easier right. to
0: pronounce. Yeah, uh, it's I'm going to try going to keep trying to butcher it, but it's uh for folks if if you um, you know, if you're looking for him online, uh you know, it'll be easier just a Michael Hacker illustration on Instagram and then michaelhacker.at. And then for the trifecta, once you've seen his work, you're gonna to want to buy some prints. So it's michaelhacker.bigcartel.com. So yeah, thank you so much for for, for joining us. Uh, we've been following for a while. I think I think we might have found you for you know either through your gig posters originally or your 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 love of pizza. You know, is, which is great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, uh, and so we really you know love the illustrations that you do, the characters that you bring to life, and we're really excited that, to see you you know doing more. You know, beer related work uh michael has done work with you know dogfish head and most recently uh with one of the uh, big beer festivals uh with uh, the beer advocate for their extreme uh beer fest which i believe was in was in boston but you're you're a really uh you know talented you know illustrator uh you know comic writer and and gig poster artist so you really kind of you know you you kind of dot all my uh boxes with all the things that i love so it's really just exciting to to really learn about you and your your story and uh you know see where we go from there
1: um yeah and now it's beer
0: yeah (laughs) yeah really drink the beer while reading the comics and listening to the artist and yeah you really kind of bring it you know bring it full circle so i i love all your your characters they're they're really uh full of life and detailed and you know fun and shows kind of uh I don't know, it just makes me feel like a, a kid again sometimes, but they have like a, with a kind of adult themes to them. So it, it's kind of fun. I always like that.
1: Thanks. Awesome to hear. Um, yeah. 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 That's probably, that's maybe because I'm so influenced by comic books. So um, I read a lot of comic books as a, as a, as a kid. And, and I always want to tell some stories in my illustrations and, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy or I am happy to hear that, that, that
0: works for yeah really yeah really resonates it's kind of like i said it's uh you know we all want to be kids at heart right and as you get older you you look back to the simpler times of your youth and i think to be able to you know have have jokes that you know are adult but still kind of silly like i really you know with studios like pixar and others you know i have young children i have two boys um five and eight years old but when you go to see these movies I really like we just saw the Lego movie. They have all these adult undertones that go right over a kid's head. But as an adult, you're just, you're kind of, you're dying. Like they have, you know, double entendres or or word plays that, you know, kids don't get. So it's, it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. I I always admire like work that can be, I don't know, let's say consumed by, by kids and adults at the same time. And everybody um, picks out their or the things they like, um, it's not nothing i i try to do but but uh, i'm always happy if if that if that's the uh, yeah it works yeah
0: yeah so let's uh this is this is your your big moment here this is where we kind of sit back so what's the what's the michael hacker story how did you you know find you know find this love and passion and kind of how did you, you yeah just take us back to you know your story and how, how you got, in, got, got going with this my my childhood yeah Um, as far back as you want to go yeah i love i love when people say oh when i was a kid i remember that you know yeah whatever it is i'm i'm excited like i said i'm a big fan
1: yeah like probably that that's for a lot of artists like i i or the same for a lot of artists i i was just drawing as a as a kid and there was nobody in my family who actually drew but um I remember there was a neighbor of us who gave us a, a huge box of comic books. And this was before I was even able to read. But I, I really, uh, how to say, devoured all these comics. And, um, and yeah, and this, they, they, those comic books remained part of my growing up, more or less. So I was really fascinated by the images, by the stories. And, um even if I had no idea that like an illustrator or a comic artist is a, is a profession, um, some part in me always knew that I want to do that. Um, um, but I grew up like, uh, on the countryside. So I always was a little bit more or less the only one who, who was into drawing. Um, and that changed like when I, when I, um, after high school, uh, when I went to, or after college, when I went to Vienna to study graphic design and advertising, and um, yeah, then then this goal became much closer or much more real. Um, and yeah, this this was also the time, I guess, when I developed kind of my my style. Although that's always hard to say about myself, but um, yeah. That's, that's like, that was like the first step and, and like you, you mentioned gig posters earlier um, and growing up, I, I, I always went to concerts and I, I, like when I was 15 or 14 or 15, I started to listen, listen to heavy metal and I still do that, but I I never knew anything about um, gig posters and I think in 2004 or 2005 um, a book called The Art of Modern Rock um, was published and a friend of mine um, who I lived in, who I shared the same flat um, got got this book and like the moment I uh, took a look at this book I was like oh I want to do such posters as well like they there were a lot of my favorite bands in there like I don't know the Melvins or Fu Manchu or uh, Queens of the Stone Age posters and I thought wow I I want to do that as well and around the same time I uh, discovered screen printing at my at my art school and I really fell in love with screen printing just because that that the, the technique allows you to make your hands dirty, to see how the color or the, the, the ink goes on the paper uh, instead of just working um, digitally or on your computer. And, yeah, those when I saw these gig posters, um, this was just combina- the, the perfect combination of screen print, my favorite music, and bright and colorful art. Um, so... This was sure a moment where, um, let's say, I found my niche, or not niche, but I, I, I found a medium that I, I since stuck to. And me and four friends, we started a, an art collective or design collective. Um, in the beginning, it was mainly um, screen printing, but also design works. Um, and um, quite quickly, like I did my first gig poster, poster in 2007 and quite quickly, um, um, yeah, we, we went to so-called flat stock conventions, which are um, poster conventions in the U.S. and in Europe. Uh, and suddenly we were part of this um, poster family, which was a huge motivator for me um, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, and 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 uh, a byproduct of this of this um, of me designing more and more posters was that I, I didn't uh, I went it didn't go to university so much so it took a little bit longer for me to finish my studies but on the other hand I already had some um, real clients. Um, for whom I did illustration work and those gig posters so after my studies in 2000 or after I finished art school in 2009 um, I knew that I wanted to, to become self, self-employed self and this was a great start for me because I already had some clients I worked for and yeah so since more or less exactly 10 years I'm I'm self-employed now as an illustrator and comic artist.
0: Well, happy anniversary! I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's exciting.
1: I think it's really this week, to be honest. Oh uh, well, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah,
0: isn't it? Yeah, right. When you stop and think about all the all you did to get where you were, it's really kind of like holy shit, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah no i'm i'm happy i'm happy that it still works
0: <laughs> yeah and i like the fact that you mentioned you looked at that the that book which is iconic i have uh i have a few other ones that are famous uh album covers for the years now when, when i would always do freelance work that would always i would always pull that up and just kind of look at different typefaces or layouts and you know and whatnot so i'm always always inspired but when you mentioned that you looked at that and you saw bands you love like the melvins and fu manchu and, you know, mm-hmm. those are, those are some of your clients. So I mean, that's really amazing to, to think that you saw they were your inspiration from a book and then they ended up being your clients. I mean, you have a really, you know, great, you, know, you have Mastodon, you have Fu Manchu, the Melvins, you know, probably a little more mainstream bands like, you know, Blink-182 and Green Day, mm-hmm. and Pixies. I mean, so your, your, your uh, gig poster catalog of, of bands is pretty, pretty epic.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really happy and fortunate that that it worked out um, so well. And I, I because in the beginning, like there were hardly any people in Austria doing gig posters, um, and you had to explain people like, okay, it's it's a limited poster, it's screen printed, it's not mainly for promotion purposes, but more like a collector's item. And I can't remember how many times I. I um, uh, said this this explanation but like in recent years like uh, i feel that people are more aware of this and that's also a nice a nice like evolution that i witness um yeah
0: yeah i would agree like oh what because because back in the yeah, even earlier your gig posters were very diy you know cut and pasting things out there wasn't like the printing techniques weren't as accessible to everybody so it really was uh it was even a lot harder to to do it, it just to you know you and they weren't as accessible as you know merchandise at the you know at the table of of the of the show there might be or there might be one poster that was for the whole tour and now bands have you know depending on the band they have a poster for every every stop on the tour that they make limited mm-hmm. so it's really it's really come to you know come to the tone as an as an art form
1: yeah and i think especially because most of new mu- of the music is consumed digitally, digitally right now or nowadays, so you don't have any like vinyl covers to look at. So I think that's a that's a nice way, um, um or a nice substitute of artwork uh, for bands or for music.
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, mi- I do miss a good liner notes just because it was always fun just to uh-huh. <laughs> kind of sit back and read it. But it's uh, I do agree. It's but I mean, I, I also. Well, what I, I mean, I would, I would definitely trade the liner notes for the accessibility. I mean, the fact that I can listen to you know a, any band I want to on my phone in seconds, I'll take that over some nice liner notes. I'll download the PDF
1: somewhere and, and read it later. Okay, okay, yeah. I've never done that.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, me, yeah I'm, me neither. I was just thinking, like, do I miss it that uh, much uh, that I uh, don't want the where we are, you know, digitally, but. Yeah, and so what? I like I said, if you go to Michael's uh, Instagram, you can see what I like is you show a lot of your your sketches and your you know the early kind of concepts with the the pen and ink. What is your what is your process like? I mean, are you is it mostly analog? Are you doing it sketches and pen and ink and then transferring it digitally, or have you made the jump to you know going digital? I think I know the answer, but I'm not sure.
1: Um, like. All the line work is done um, with pen and ink, so it's it's analog. Um, but most of the times, my coloring process is done on a computer. But um, I'm always starting with a um, like a thumbnail drawing, just for the rough ske- for, just for rough sketches. That's probably some, something I learned during my um, art school, like because it was so focused on on. Advertising and you have had to come up with like a lot of concepts for for I don't know an ad campaign. So this this really stuck to me. Starting with a very very small sketch just to to get the idea and the concept on paper, and for from from there I I just um, continue on working on a more refined pencil drawing up to a final ink drawing which I uh, scan and color digitally. So that's my normal process. Um, but I, I, I tried out some, some friends, uh, I don't know no how uh, do you call them tablets. But I just I don't know why, but I love to have an original drawing. I would never sell those, but I, I like to have them in my drawers piling up and yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's, I, I love to hear that. Cause that, that's, that was, um, you know, we had that, uh, you know, a, a gentleman, Chad Eaton, he does a lot of murals and he does work for, there's a brewery in, um, Pacific Northwest called great notion. And he does some work for them mm-hmm. and also element, uh, which is like a skate skating, uh, company, but that's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he said that was the hardest part for him was that he couldn't go and look at, the physical, you know, like sketches that he'd done like when he went more, when he's gone more digital to say like, Oh, I put 50 hours into this, but at least I can like feel it. You know, I can feel where it came from and where it evolved. So I, 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 mean, to me, that's one of the things I never thought of, but now that it really resonates a lot with me to, to think about that, to have a physical copy to show kind of where it evolved from.
1: Yeah. And especially if it's something that, that only a, a, a appears online, um, then you don't you just have some megabytes on your on your hard drive but nothing physical so yeah i i think uh, i won't i won't change that way uh, of of my workflow um i could i could probably spare some time but yeah i think it's not worth it for for me at least
0: yeah, yeah. i think that's the beauty of it i think that everyone like we, i look at it like with music you give everybody the same drums you know bass guitar and what they how they choose to make the music with it is the is really that's the beauty of it and so that's your your process and the i mean i like that you're trying it digitally to see if it, how it feels but if it takes away the enjoyment for you you know part of it's you know it, while you're creating art for others part of it is that you your your love of design and drawing so yeah you, totally yeah so if you don't love it then it would i think that might impact what you know what you're creating
1: yeah, and probably like the the advantage is probably you can do changes much quicker and and mm-hmm. try out. Um, yeah, if I don't know some other perspective, but if you if you do it on an original, probably you you have a different type of concentration because or yeah. Maybe I'm just more focused when I know ah I shouldn't I shouldn't make an error right now or a mistake. Um, because I can't change, of course I can change it afterwards, but if I want to uh, um, if I want my original drawing look clean, yeah I have to be very focused. Probably I like that about it. I never thought about that.
0: Yeah, see? Yeah, Yeah, and and yeah, I I think it's, I mean, I I love that. that's my favorite, I mean, obviously I love your your end work also, but I, I like the fact that you kind of share that, you show some of your your sketches or kind of, you know, you can see that the pencil and just some of the, you know, beginning of the, the, the ink work. So, yeah, I think it's a really uh, intimate look into your work and I, am a big, yeah, I'm always a big fan of the, the early versions of things that really see how they, how they evolved. So I, I appreciate that. It's a, it's a, it's a nice feature of your social media.
1: Okay. Ah, that's great to hear. Okay. That's, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Now we'll we'll get into the beer in a second, but I have to ask you you have a healthy obsession with pizza. So wh- how does how does uh how how did that come to be? You know your, your love your your love of pizza. You had your you had a you know your, one of your pizza projects was um, uh, a pizzeria disgusto and the you know the characters which are slices of pizza and other Italian uh, dishes. Um, so h- how does that come to be? How does the Austrian living in, you know, back and forth between, uh, Austria and Germany come to love pizza so much. If I would
1: know, uh, no, I, um, it's more the um, because the book is more or less about word plays and puns. So, um, it's more about the love for puns than, than the love for pizza or Italy or Italian cuisine. So it was more or less a coincidence that I, Stuck with pizza and pasta. Um, it was just like meeting with friends who were who are from Italy, and I don't speak probably a single word Italian, but just joking around with them, trying to sound Italian, and coming up with just um, yeah these word plays. And uh, actually, when I when I when I moved to Berlin. I, I didn't want to come here empty-handed. I, I wanted to have a project just to arrive in a new city so I don't probably get lost or, or just sit at home doing nothing. I wanted to come here with a project in mind. So this was um, more or less this was a st- uh, when I started the Pizza Rio Disgusto project when I came to Berlin. And it it... I didn't have the idea or I the wish to make a book, but then I came up with more and more of these wordplays and I kept kept on giggling to myself um and entertaining myself with those wordplays. Uh and after I had about sixty or seventy sketches I said, Hey, yeah, let's try to make a book. Um yeah.
0: Yeah. And if you can yeah, you can follow along with that at uh Pizzeria Disgusto is on you know, Instagram. And you can see mm-hmm. that I, I like, uh, and I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from originally from Philadelphia. And so, uh, the Gnocchi uh, Balboa is, a is, a ah. hit, is, is, a is, is, yeah, as a hit one, that one stuck out for me, which is good. They'll play on, uh, Mr. Rocky Balboa, which is good. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. See, the fact that it still makes you laugh. I mean, at they're spending, I can't really imagine how many hours i working on that
1: project. It's uh, it's a, it's a good sign yeah totally i agree
0: with you yeah excellent now like i said we we came to learn of some of your 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 recent work with uh you know you've done with dogfish now how did how did that how did that come to be how did you team up with them i think the the first one that i that caught my eye was the 75 minute ipa uh you've you know you've done other work for them you did work uh, for record store day and also um most recently there was um The perfect disguise the double IPA but how how did you start how did you connect with Dogfish to start
1: working on their stuff? Um, They contacted me back in 2016 about the record state uh, record store day poster and um, they came across my work uh, because of my geek posters so they more or less all of the artists they work together are also gig poster artists. Like every year they have this artist series, this off-centered artist series, and um, yeah. So they 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 said they like my bold outline or bold line work, and um, that was the first thing I did for them, and it was it was an awesome job because I like beer, I like um, rock or metal music, and I I like the concept of record store day and yeah, I, that was a perfect combination. like a dream, a dream. Yeah. You're like,
0: Um, you're going to pay me to do this. This is a, yeah, you must have days like that where you're like, wait, this is my job. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I, I I really, I I can remember when I got the email and, uh, I was like, ah, wow, that what a great, what a great job. And, and the payment was fair. The schedule was fair. um, And I I immediately got nervous because I thought, ah, okay, this has to be extra good. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah. um, I don't know. I have to uh, be extra focused to to make something special, and um, which is a bad, um, I think, a bad start for any project if you have if you lay this pressure on yourself. Um, But I talked to a, a friend, a colleague of mine. And he gave me a really good tip. Like he said, okay, just imagine you do this project for just one single person. Like it could be your girlfriend or a friend or, I don't know, your neighbor or the guy at the bar. Um, So I tried to imagine that. And this was really relieving like the pressure and and making me more relaxed. And I'm, I'm, I'm still happy how this poster turned out. Um, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I just thought, I think it was cool. I mean, I think what Dogfish had, has done, you know, not only with their beer, but just kind of what they're doing with their labels and kind of supporting of craft. They really, they, they really take some out of the box kind of chances and do stuff. So I thought, I thought that was really cool. I was, I, me- I remember seeing you done that and I was like, oh, what what's cool is I follow a lot of artists and then I hope that some, at some point in time, they, they team up with a beer somewhere. So we have some artists who they're the full-time creative at the, at a brewery and then other ones who do just like a one-off or a couple like you. And I have a, I have a, probably a few dozen who I follow. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm hoping they announce that they just just team up with one brewery or just do one poster for a beer. So then we can have a reason to talk to them. So we, we're very, we're very liberal with our, uh, the connection to beer. It's very uh, self-serving in some days.
1: Okay. Yeah. But that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. No. And, and- and then like um, two years uh, or almost two years after that or one and a half year after that, I got another uh, email from Dogfish Head and they asked me for uh, the redesign of their uh, Liquid Truth Serum Cans, um, which which was a really awesome uh, project and process. Um, and um, yeah, during the process, Uh, they asked me to do, okay, do you want to be the next uh, artist in their off-centred artist series, which I happily agreed on. Um, Yeah. So last year was really, really, uh, that was my main, main project. And it was awesome to work together with um, Paul from Dogfish Head, who is the art director and also get the the vision and uh, of Sam from Dogfish Head. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed working from them. Um, and yeah. And then they didn't stop ask, <laughs> asking for another, for other projects. So there are a couple of more projects coming up, which I'm oh. excited. Yeah.
0: Nice little, little teaser. Yeah. And no, it was exciting. Cause I, I know that uh, dogfish works with, you know, beer advocate. And so, you know, and they have a good relationship there. And so I, I, I loved what you did with the, uh, you know extreme beer fest it was kind of you know bringing your your edge to some of those characters you know it was like which is kind of funny extreme beer fest has a very like almost like a metal you know it's almost like a metal
1: you know mosh pit vibe to it which was right up your alley yeah i i haven't been there but i i um that that's great to hear um have you been there
0: no, no, there's so many, there's, there's, we're at a, um, at a big turning point. There's a lot of beer fest that seem to be happening. So okay. it's, okay. it's okay. yeah, but I've, uh, I have several friends who went and, uh, it was, uh, it was very well received, but I was just, I was just excited because I was like, oh, this beer fest is great, but I was like, oh, that's a Michael Hacker. Like you uh-huh. guys don't, you know, I was excited. I was just more kind of geeking out that, that, that right. was, that was you that did that, especially I think that you had, a convince you to be a part of this before that and and for folks at home what i love is when we do these interviews i ask people for photos and i try to you know get a good bio photo and i love the fact that one of the photos you sent me was a drawing of yourself like i i need i gotta i gotta get myself a character drawing i I, I mean i love it's just it was just great you sent me like a a real photo and then like your your cartoon version of yourself and they look they're pretty spot on they're pretty they're pretty (laughs) they're pretty close so I, i did i did appreciate that very much
1: awesome yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy if you choose the cartoon version but I'm yeah fine with so i do
0: get that i do get that a lot too yeah we had uh some folks are like i don't really have photos of myself and i'm like what do you mean They're like oh i don't really <laughs> i don't do like, yeah uh drew millward who does who does some uh gig posters and other stuff and we you know we had him on and yeah he was the same he if you look at his photo it's just like a trippy version of a you know a cartoon version of himself so it's i, I love i mean i love that awesome <laughs> Excellent, excellent.
1: Yeah, uh, speaking of Drew Milward, that was also uh, like I felt very, very honored uh, when working with Dogfish Head because they had such a they worked together with such amazing artists I I admire and like Tara McPherson or Mark Booster, Rich Kelly, Jim maza and Drew Milward you already mentioned and I um, I was just happy to to be part of this of of this lineup. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's nice and that's how all... And that's kind of how I feel when folks like yourself agree to do this. Like I'm, I'm honored that you would, you know, you're a part of this. So then I'm, you know, it's this family, and then all those names you just mentioned. Now you saved me months of research work. I'm just going to write them all down and, and look them all up. So that's good. I'm how Michael sent me, but yeah, no, it's it's fun. Those are my favorites. When, you know, I've had previous guests who say, hey, you should reach out to this person. You know, we had Casper uh, over at Tool. And, you know, he recommended, you know, somebody in, in in the UK that he really admired with Studio DVD, you know, uh, David mm-hmm. over there. And so it just really, it, that's one of the things, um, the gig poster community and just kind of, you know, illustration and creatives, you know, I think there's this, you know, admiration for each other also that kind of drives everybody. You want to make sure that if you're in the same, you know, category or, you know, working with this dogfish, it probably pushed everybody to make sure that they were, you know, getting getting to get into the next level, or trying, you know, making sure it's even better, like you were saying. And we are back. You like this one, don't you? It's a good episode. I don't know. Just, uh, I just, it's got a good vibe to it. Got a good feeling to it. I like. I just. I'm always amazed, impressed, proud, enthused by people who just know what they, you know, were meant to do or what feels right, what was their passion. And right from the get-go, you know, he knew what he wanted to do. He knew who he was going to be. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. And so I just, I don't know, you can tell my voice. I mean, I'm, I'm a chatty motherfucker this week, but I am just feeling good. Episodes like this are just why we do this. You really uh, you get folks out of their comfort zone. You know, a lot of times this is their first podcast, especially. You know, if I had to do a podcast in, you know, in another language on how, how open-minded I would be to that. So we really appreciate uh Mikhail making that, you know, making that jump. And yeah, Dogface is just one piece of it. I mean, if you look at the Beer Advocate Extreme Beer Fest poster. It's badass. But that's really cool because he does illustration, he does cartoons, he does, you know, his drawings. And the, the way he brings these these people, these creatures, these ideas to life, you know, literally and figuratively, you can see there's this repetitive or um, I don't know repeating. Repetitive means like a lack of creativity, which is completely not what we're trying to say. But the, the facial features... Like, that's kind of his style. You can kind of tell they're his people. They're his aliens or, you know, human food and you kind of bring things to life. So it's really cool because, you know, all the hack uh, Air pieces, uh, they really kind of have a, uh, a fluidness to them. They're all related and it's just really nice to see. So, uh, yeah, this is a great episode. So, I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. we're not even done yet. And I'm just – I'm having a great fucking time. So, You're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast, episode number 103. Yes, there's 103 of these. Go wherever it is that you get your podcast on. Go check it out iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, have Alexa, have your Google Home, or wherever it is. You listen to it around the website 16ozcanvas.com is the website. Use the hashtag and tag us. We're finding some amazing people that way. But yeah. Leave a review. Click the stars. Five is cooler than four, but you know, you do you. And uh, yeah, tell a friend. So, Michael Hacker illustration on Instagram on the IG is where you can find him. He's doing some great work with Dogfish Head. He just recently did. Uh, you know, the announcement came out that they were doing the the flaming the flaming lips you know bottle, which is which is really cool. Um, you can see that on our. Our Facebook or Instagram page, it's the uh, beer dragons and uh, yeah, the, the beers is called dragons and yum yums. And it's just got, you know, these pinks and rainbows, and it's just it is the flaming lips, you know, in character form. And it's just really cool, you know, you can you can see all that. And you're just uh, Dogfish Head is, you know, they're pioneers. They've been doing it for for many, many years. They're just kind of tried and true. And you know they're one of the biggest things in the state of Delaware, and it just—it's uh, really just wonderful to see. When I was a kid, we had a wonderful experience. We went to Rehoboth Beach for you know a summer vacation, and I don't know—it was awesome. And I mean, it was—it was Delaware, and it was cool. I kissed the girl, you know, and she liked it. I think what was really awesome was that I remember, and this is going to make me sound old, but you know, we've already kind of established that, you know. About 80 episodes ago, was I purchased a tape, a cassette tape. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Or maybe it's a CD. But I think it was a cassette tape, but it was Cypress Hill, Black Sunday. And I, so you're with your parents. I'm like probably you know, I'm a teenager, pretty young, and we're doing all this family stuff. And I have my headphones on, my little Walkman, and I'm rocking out to fucking be real. You know, talking, you know. Talking about getting high, I never, you know, I never been high, I never done that stuff. But I was just like, it was. I just felt like cool as fuck. I thought I was, a, I thought I was such a little badass, and I was little. I was a little dude, and uh, I remember getting that c- that tape, that CD, whatever it was. I think it was a tape, which makes me feel old. I was like, yeah, printer advisory, whatever, you know. And they sold it to me, and I thought I was just, yeah, I thought I was so, I thought I was so cool, you know. Yeah, you know, it was just, uh, you know, I want to get high. I was on that insane in the brain, hits from the bong, you know, legalize it, you know. Uh, so good. I want to get high, so high. Anyway, episode number 103. I'm just having a great time. I'm not drunk. I'm not high. You know, we got a couple of, you know, people asking us that last week because we were, you know, just uh, grinning ear to ear, but just, you know, I've come to realize how lucky and how blessed I am to be doing this, how wonderful people are that support me. You know, you all mean the world to me, the amazing artists that are meeting. And so we're having just a great time. And so we want to just keep the energy going. And we want when you listen to feel that we want you to be inspired, whatever you, what, you know, if you're at that crossroads, should I do this? Should I not do that? You know, we don't want to have you, you know, make a bad choice, but I just there's, listen to all these folks. They, they, they took a chance. They believed in themselves. They they wanted to be their own boss. They knew what they loved, and if you listen, I don't think you listen to a single artist on all of these episodes talk about getting rich or all the money they make or all this, that, and the other. You know, they love music, so they get to work with some great bands. They love beer and they get to work with great breweries. They wake up every day and they have a job that they love. You know, they're making something, they're creating, they're being original, and that's that's amazing because. You don't get that. You know, a lot of folks get up, do the nine to five grind, they come home and it's like, All right, you leave work, you work. But not only as an artist, you have to be thinking and creating all the time. So you're really never you're never really able to shut that off. But these folks made a conscious choice to believe in themselves and to believe in something that isn't isn't, you know, the easy road, you know, say the road less traveled and made all the difference in the world. It's inspiring and I hope that you'll be inspired by this episode just as you are by all the wonderful artists we've had in the past. So let's get back into it. Here's part two, Michael Hacker, right here on the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Care for your podcast. We love you, folks. You know, illustration and creatives, you know, I think there's this, you know, admiration for each other also that kind of drives everybody. You want to make sure that if you're in the same, you know, category or, you know, working with this dogfish, you probably pushed everybody to make sure that they were, you know, getting to get into the next level or trying, you know, making sure it's even better. Like you were saying.
1: Mm, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a challenge. Um, but, um, if we still have time, like just another, uh, um, yeah,
0: talk away, my friend.
1: No, um, because I'm, uh, like I mentioned earlier, like I'm, I'm so, um, influenced by comics and I always want to tell stories with my illustrations, even if it's just one image and, what I liked about um, Dogfish Head was that they, the design team, and Sam, uh, they they want to tell a story which, with each beer, and or they have a story for each beer. So there is always a lot of background information I got, and uh, we are all, always worked close together to transport this this story in, in into one image. So that was also one thing that was very what I was very happy um, with like this, this, this urge to tell, tell a story with, with the artwork. Yeah.
0: Now, given that, you know, the, the distance and, you know, obviously you're not in uh, Delaware with them. What, mm-hmm. what's, what, what, how is that process for you? You know, time zones and we're working back and forth. Are you just scanning in your, your sketches and sending them over this what I'm thinking and kind of back and forth with that, you know, what's the, what's the creative process like?
1: yeah i I got like more or less the information about the beer what's the beer about uh, of course I couldn't try it myself which was a pity but yeah it it was just Sam has this sometimes this this s- small or short videos where he talks about the beer and and like with um, um with the perfect disguise the special thing about this was that the the hops was uh, just added into the whirlpool so this was like a story we wanted to tell and um, on this particular project we i think i came up or me and the design or paul uh, from the design team came up with um, i don't know 20 different concepts and and we kept on we always felt like ah it's it's not hundred percent right so we keep on we kept on pushing and um so after 20 or 25 concept we finally found the 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 latest one and i was just like i said before like doing this thumbnail size sketches really really rough just to to transport the idea and send them over to them um yeah till we finally uh, agreed on one one concept um but on other occasions, like another beer that's coming out later this year, like it was pretty much the very first idea was the one we agreed on. So it was the the was very different kinds of. Um, uh, uh, that's the moment I'm searching for a <laughs> word. Yeah, process, uh, the, right? The, yeah. Process.
0: Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Yeah, I, I, I just throw in a couple words here and let you do the rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's great. And there's the there's another one which it's nice too because it's it's there's other you know beer products you've done with the, you know the Brauhand, and yeah. uh, and the Beer Lovers Vienna, which is just. That is, that, I mean, that thing is, is that a mural? That th- it's just, it's just massively, you know, the, the amount of detail in that piece is, is really incredible with all the, all the critters and they're all, you know, catching a buzz, which is great.
1: It's a, it's a beer truck that that nice. rides around uh, Vienna. Yeah. I'm pretty happy how this turned out. Yeah.
0: Oh, that, so you must, when you, when you're, when you're back in Vienna, uh, Michael, Michael takes, spends half his time in Vienna and half in Berlin. So he's really having a tough life. But when you, uh, you you see you see that have you seen it around town yet and it kind of in action?
1: I've never seen it in in real life, but uh, people keep sending me pictures. But yeah, I just believe that it's real.
0: <laughs> they tell you it's real, right? It's like okay,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, that's, that's so great. Yeah, so yeah. it should
1: be. It should be real.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those characters. I would love to see those like life size. So that, now, how does that? I guess how how does that work i mean obviously you sketch it and you digitize it right and then i guess if it's if it's properly laid out and vectored they can just blow it up but i mean how how do you prepare for something to be on that scale yeah
1: this this isn't even vectored because i never work with vectors so the the original drawing was about um Oh, I have to convert it into No, individual. don't convert it.
0: It's fine. You don't have to you know, metrics are used by everybody except for us. So you can just say, yeah, do the process.
1: <laughs> I think the original was about um sixty centimeters uh, long. So not not that big.
0: Oh yeah, it's uh, only about two feet. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-four inches
1: roughly. Twenty-four inches. Yeah, exactly. That was the original drawing. So I scanned it just Really, really high res and uh, more or less colored everything um, in Photoshop. And yeah, my, my computer was a little bit too slow for the whole process. But yeah, I think I even went to a friend with a strong computer to render the digital files. But uh, yeah, it was all, 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 everything was done in one one file and not, not vectorized. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, folks. If you go to Michael's uh, Instagram, you can see that it's uh, and then beer lovers Vienna. Um, but it's uh, yeah, that's a it's a wonderful piece. Hopefully, though, they should that definitely should be sold as a
1: as a print. Um, they uh, the, there is a I think it's an Austrian based company uh, who do like recycled bags from truck um, fabric. Okay. Uh, or the bag, yeah, you know the bag, yeah, of, or truck, and I think. <laughs> after a week the truck was on the streets they already asked the the company if if they can use the uh, the image once the truck is done or one once they they reprinted yeah so already, probably there will be some yeah. bags with those those uh, guys. that would be excellent
0: yeah. and then and then you have um coming up i'm not sure when this is going to air but you have a Kind of going back to your roots you have a you know a gig p- poster show coming up uh in a, in a couple weeks so can you tell us a little more about that
1: um yeah like me me and a friend um uh also an austrian gig poster artist called Seller lloyd we are we are more or less co-hosting a gig poster convention in vienna um and try to bring artists from now it's all just europe but more or less from all over the world to vienna but yeah, it's it's just a test and and try to make this medium of gig posters more visible and uh, to yeah to people around Vienna. Um, yeah, I'm pretty pretty excited about about this. This will happen on the second and third of March. Um, yeah.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I think it's one. I mean, I think it's wonderful because you have your your gig posters, your comic books, your beer, your beer work, which seems to be increasing. It's kind of a it's the the trifecta of all the things that you kind of enjoy and you know so it's really i think i think not that you need my approval but i think you made the right choice in uh, going into business for yourself (laughs)
1: thanks thanks yeah Yeah. i was too stubborn not to try so
0: yeah yeah oh yeah i think stubborn is good yeah i think you have to take the leap and it's uh it's exciting and i'm a huge um Grateful Dead fan so to, to see the work that you did on this year that you're a part of this year's American Beauty version um that that was just kind of uh self-serving wise it was it was it was wonderful to to know
1: that okay ah that's great to hear yeah um, yeah there will be probably another surprise uh ah. coming for you probably
0: oh good yeah yeah <laughs> good I, I'm I'm happy to, to hear that I think it, I mean well, yeah, what they've done with, uh, you know, they have a few other ones that are, you know, famous musicians. I think there's the the Miles Davis one and a few others. So it's nice, yeah. I was, I was pretty geeked out, you know, when I heard that. So it's uh, it's nice to see it still it still lives year after year, and they still they still evolve it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and just. Yeah, as, as we t- talked about earlier like this that they they combine like beer and music and then yeah that's that's pretty good combination i guess
0: yeah oh yeah exactly like i said folks you got you should you really should be when you listen to this follow along um obviously if you're driving you should not be looking at your phone but uh you know michaelhacker.at you can see some of the you know the great works that, that he's done also his uh, big cartel page. You know, buy. You should buy some of these prints. I, I think we are have to get some for the the studio. And it, it, again, follow along on the Instagram Michael Hacker illustration. Now, Michael Hacker is the the bastardized, the Americanized version of Michael Hacker. But uh, it's it's um, my. It doesn't roll off my tongue as as well as it should. My German's pretty shit, so I apologize.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my English is very. Accented as well. So, yeah. I would be
0: very, I would be very happy if my uh, German was uh, even close to your, your <laughs> English, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, uh, what are you working? What's, what, what, what kind of current projects do you have in the in the pipeline now?
1: Um, I'm just right now. I'm working on a comic book series that hopefully will see the light of day later this year. Uh, yeah. That has been in the making for a long time, but now finally I found a way how to make it work, and yeah, that's that's my main focus for 2019. Like if, when it comes to my work, is yeah.
0: that is that uh, the Haxler? Is that is that what it is, or is that something
1: else? Uh, no, this will be an ongoing story or ongoing series. Um, not superhero, but some supernatural, natural, uh, stuff going on. And, uh, it's with dialogue. So I'm, I'm not sure when, when there will be a, a English version, but, um, it should be something longer, not just short stories.
0: Oh, good. Now, if your main character ever wants to go into like a podcast and, you know, <laughs> be, and be interviewed, you know, you, I, I allow you to use my likeness in the comic book. Okay. So that's, that's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome awesome yeah
0: yeah all right good keep that in mind now with again we talked about the the pizza is that something i mean i know that you've more for the puns but are you a pizza lover is that i mean i feel like i, I feel like you should come to the states and have some of the the proper you know we'll give you the proper pizza tour over here i think that would be i think that should be on your buck your bucket list
1: I, I just have been, or last year, to Delaware for the Analog go at Dogfish Head, and pizza was pretty much the only thing I ate. Pizza and chicken wings.
0: Oh, right. So you literally, yeah, that's that's like Ameri- It's like a bad American pun right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: were awesome. Yeah. They were.
0: Oh, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, if you if we if we get together, and I mean, I don't know why you'd come over to Connecticut but uh, we have New Haven style pizza which uh, uh, is is up I think it's I think it's as good as it gets there's definitely um you know they compete they say um New York City and Chicago but to me Chicago is kind of uh I don't know it's more like lasagna than pizza it's it's kind of yeah it's like a dessert so yeah New Haven style does it more with like a brick oven it's it's a different uh, cooking process than than it than a New York City pizza
1: okay and and if you ever come to austria or germany stop by my place and because i'm like since i do this since i did this pizzeria this gastro book i made a lot of pizza myself and right now just behind my computer there's a a pizza dough just waiting to uh yeah be ready so i just made pizza dough a couple of hours before
0: oh great yeah and yeah i I like it yeah like the all the different you know pizza boxes you have like i yeah i, I just I, I what i like about your work and it's very fun and has a good kind of perspective energy to it you know and and it, i mean it's the the work itself is is incredible but i just think that I, I like that you're you know using it as an outlet to kind of you know poke fun at stuff and just you know get people to get people to laugh
1: yeah i'm um that's that's definitely my goal and entertaining myself and other people or right, exactly myself smile and other people as well. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. It's, it's it, like I said, the amount of time you're putting into that is, you know, is, is extreme. So I think that if you're, if you weren't enjoying it, I, it's, it's the, I guess it's that stuff you can't really fake, you know, you could try, but I mean, it's not really, and I think you're at a point now where you can, you know, be a part of products that you really believe in and it shows even more so in your work.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Now, our our last question here, and then we'll we'll, we'll release you from the pain. Um, <laughs> uh, um, what what kind of music are you listening to? What's on your you know what's on the playlist, or what do you what do you listen to when you're creating your music? I mean, when you're creating your art, excuse me.
1: Um, like the last year, I really um, listened to more podcasts than music. But if it's music, it's more or less heavy metal. And it's bands like I don't know, High on Fire or Fumanshu we mentioned earlier, Black Cobra, Kvelertak, also some some old Anthrax and Metallica. Uh, what else? Yeah. Mastodon, Ghost. Yeah, a band I really like.
0: A lot of gay, a lot of uh, beer artists. Their metal is pretty big. I I've, I would that I would think that would it's one of the top uh genres of of music for uh label artists i've I've found it's pretty pretty wild,
1: yeah yeah, probably probably yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too old to change that now, so
0: now how old are you how old are you thirty seven so, I was hoping you're older than me, I'm forty but, but we still <laughs> we we still love you it's all good <laughs> you've got a couple of years left, you're good <laughs> Now, as uh, one more, we just decided as someone who made that leap, you know, again, happy anniversary uh, on the ten years, but made that leap to kind of be, uh, like we say, an entrepreneur, you know, their own boss. Would you have any advice for somebody who is kind of uh, getting into it or thinking about making a career out of art and illustration? You know, so you know, anything you would share that you maybe learned along the way?
1: Um, yeah, probably like. Not to be too afraid of what's coming, like I don't know the first couple of years I was very like nobody knows or nobody of my peers knew exactly how to do it, uh, even even like stuff like bureaucracy and taxes. It's in the beginning it it um, it's care or it scared me at least. um but I think everybody. The, has to deal with the same thing, and I, I would would say don't be too scared uh, about these things. Um, and another thing is like uh, if if you want to do it, it's I think it's the best thing you 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 can do to be self employed. But just keep in mind you uh, you you exchange more or less like the freedom you have as a as a self employed artist with. Kind of safety or security, um, yeah, of a of a regular income or a regular client, so you you don't have this safety, but you have a lot of freedom instead.
0: Yeah, good advice. The, yeah. yeah, I mean it scares the hell out of me. So I can only, I definitely, I don't, I don't I I have such a huge admiration for individuals like yourself. I mean, I've already kind of fanboyed over your work, but I just those who take that leap and. Believe in themselves so much that they are just their their calling. You know, it's just it's just wonderful, especially because art and design. I think I think the last ten years has really grown. You know, I think of more of appreciation and people. You know, there's still those folks will say, "Oh, why don't you do this project for exposure?" But uh, which is again, if if you haven't listened to enough, folks, that's complete bullshit. But
1: um, yeah, I would agree with that. It's just um, super. It's
0: just super insulting. Like to, if what what whatever whatever your job is would you show up to work for would you show up to that job for a week and just do that job for free and be like well at the end of that week we're really going to you know we're going to be really proud of you and we're going to put your name in the newsletter or send an email out that you worked on it like fuck you come on mm-hmm. but yeah i just think that and that that makes it even harder because i think that art and oh you draw it has like some people are just ignorant and so it's just you have to really be able to find folks like you said like dogfish who was a great client that really you know they approached you and they were weren't trying to shake you down to you know to do it for you know they had a fair a fair price and they respected your time and it's a, it's been an evolving relationship so i just yeah i just really applaud you know you and others like yourself who have that have that that fortitude to to believe in themselves to to do that and it's been uh it's been it's been wonderful to, to follow along, you know, for the last couple of years and see your work. It's uh it's great.
1: Thanks. Wow, that's I appreciate that very much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks well,
1: for letting me I, know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I that's yeah, and I think it's important. I think that um you know, I'm I'm blessed. you you know, we're on other sides of the, you know, world right now and it's it's wonderful that I, I, I have admiration and I look forward at some point, wherever it is in the world that we meet, to have uh mm-hmm. you know, a few a few pints and uh, you know, hopefully I can have some good pizza with you or like I say though, like sex and pizza, even when it's bad, it's, it's still pretty good. Right. So (laughs) like you can't really, you know, it's like, it's still, yeah, I'll take a bad pizza over, you know, over pretty much anything. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I look forward to that. And like I said, I really appreciate you being a part of this and uh, I look forward to to seeing those uh, new labels come out for, for dog fishing. And if you're teasing the Grateful Dead stuff, I'm pretty excited about that too. So I I, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thanks AJ for the invitation. Um, Yeah. I really enjoyed talking to you and I guess my, my girlfriend will be very disappointed because she asked when I mentioned that I will do the podcast podcast, she she was um, asking me, ah, do you have to get drunk?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll, well, when we do meet, hopefully by that point I'll have uh, a videographer in place, and we can do a, a follow up and get get drunk together. Because I would love that. I've gotten, I've gotten drunk with, I've gotten, uh, yeah, I've got caught caught a couple beers with a few folks, and uh, but yeah, I, that's how I, I would. That's the only way this project would be better if we would do it in person.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that would help my articulation <laughs> and my grammar and my pronunci- pronunciation. So yeah. Okay, all right. Well, then Let's
0: we'll eat. just get drunk and we'll just take some selfies together. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I look forward to that moment. And uh, like I said, thank you so much for being a part of it.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.
1: <laughs> you too. Bye.
0: It, folks, the essential Michael Hacker podcast interview. I think we are Michael's first, so we were gentle, but we did bring some heavy metal there for him by request. I like it. I don't know, man. I, I I like it because we try to, you know, feature you know everyone's favorite music. We had you know Black Cobra, we had some Fu Manchu, we had High on Fire. I'm not a metal guy, but I am. This gets me amped up, though. I mean, first of all, how fast they're playing. It's like, come on. So you listen to the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is still AJ Kierens, and we're having a great fucking time bringing you 103 episodes of artist designers from around the world. And Michael is no different. He's an illustrator. He's a comic and a gig poster artist. He gets to live in Vienna sometimes. He gets to live in Berlin sometimes. You know, mix it up. I mean, hey, homeboy's doing pretty good. If those are two of his options, so we're definitely uh, we're definitely jealous. And this will be one of the for, you know for the ages if we're able to, you know, connect with him. Hopefully, uh, dogfish flies him over here at some point, and then you know we'll 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 fly on his uh, coattails and, and meet up with him over there in, uh, over there in Milton and, uh, and, and do it up. So yeah, much love. The, like I said before, much love to the, the dogfish head. I think what they're doing is wonderful. You know, Sam and the crew over there, you know, we've never met them. We've never interacted with them. But just kind of uh, we've always been admiring from afar. You know, they're true to who they are. They're uh, a great example of, you know, a lot of times folks push the, you know, the independent label on in craft and, you know, growing. And, you know, they definitely they're definitely true to that. You know, they're, they're a great uh, ambassador for, for craft beer. They work really hard. They do some cool stuff. They make some good beers. They make some weird beers that I, I, I don't really care for, but I like that they're always pushing the envelope. They're they're true to themselves. You know, they, they take chances. They do love music, you know, tenfold. You know, the Miles Davis. You know, you got, you know, as we were talking before, the Grateful Dead. You know, they've been involved with Record Store Day now, making the official beer of that for for a few years now, Flaming Lips. There's probably, you know, a, a handful more that, that I've missed. You know, the iconic 60 minute IPA, you know, which is going to then went to ninety, then went to the, you know, knocking on your ass tenfold, the, the 120. And then later they gave us the the 75, which I love because it's got a nice little little bit of maple in there for you, a little dabble do you, you know? And uh this guy's a, a sucker for, for some good old maple syrup. Who makes the best maple syrup folks? Is it Vermont? Is it Maine? You know, where where's it at? You know, where's the where's the best sugar shack? Let us know aj16ozcanvas.com and if you have any of that hill farmstead barrel aged maple syrup or i think the Vale does some we have some here uh, rum barrel aged from uh, forgotten roads brewing which is a up and coming brewery outside of uh, north carolina or inside of north carolina you know check them out as well so this episode's a great example you know we are blessed this is a great example of hard work dedication doing what you love and really, I mean, look at look at his work. It's just you know, there's you know, you're able to be grown up, and make dick jokes. I mean, there's one that shows you know some saggy boobs and you know uh, you know droopy balls, and there's uh, just kind of uh, you know, tongue in cheek humor. So when uh, yeah, when you're true to yourself, you know, great things happen. So we hope you enjoyed this one. We hope you enjoy your time with us. You know, introduce yourself. Like I said before. We had the opportunity to meet some you know, folks you know, recently over the last few weeks who were digging the podcast, and, you know, for me, there's no greater gift. I mean, if you want to send monetary gifts, you know, definitely slide into our DMs or shoot me an email. We can make that happen. We also, you know, accept beers, high fives, free hugs. You know, um, it's about as far as we'll go. You know, no Robert Kraft, but, um, you know. Much love, you know, uh, peace and love, peace and love. And uh, we thank you, and we look forward to uh, what we have in store for you next week. Season 10 announcement is coming soon. Coming soon, coming soon. All right, folks, peace and love.